lift your hands let's just worship him and honor him let's pray in the holy ghost let's just worship god and just honor him tonight go ahead and just worship i can't hear my monitors go ahead and just worship him and honor him tonight May brogo dobo zekele de brina kakala namas. Baborogo dobo zekele de brina kakala namas. Delegate debo zekeya. Le kroto sokala de brina kakala namas. Odolia. Go ahead and worship him. Go ahead and worship him. Go ahead and worship him. La borokoto sekele nema. Bebrogo dobo zekele de brena kakale na moja kala na manga. Agaba jokala de brena kakala na moza kala na menge. Agabo jekele de brena kakala na moza tole na manga. Agaba jokala de boro koto sekele na manga. Agaba landa baba boro koto sekele de brena kakale na moja kaya naha. Jakaya naha, jakaya naha, jakaya naha. Aga bazoko lodo brina kakali ne monda lemona gele ne moja kele de brina kakali de boza kolodo boro kotusekia Engele ne moza tala na mambro godozo kolodo babra gadasha kele ne mos Praise you father Glory to God Hallelujah Heavenly Father, we rejoice that tonight we have this another opportunity to fellowship in the light of your world. And we thank you for the privilege of learning, the privilege of being equipped, and the privilege of growing daily in the knowledge of Christ and all that you have made available to us. So I decree that tonight revelation knowledge is gifted everybody under the sound of my voice. Whatever is not planted by God is rooted out. Bodies and yokes are destroyed. Your people equipped, built up, edified, and Jesus glorified. Nobody lives here the same way they came. We give you praise, glory, and honor for answered prayer. In Jesus' precious name, and every believer says a powerful amen. amen. Lift your right hands to heaven. Let's release our faith together. So say these words, I am born of God. I am born of the world. The word of God is my nature. I do not struggle to do the word. I do the word naturally. Therefore today, I will understand the word of his grace. I will be built up. By the end of this service, I will never be the same. Never ever be the same again. In Jesus name, and every believer says a powerful amen. We want to welcome everybody to homecoming 2021. Glory. Glory. Amen. Wherever you're connected to the service by way of Kingdom Life Network, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, all of the social media community, brothers and sisters online, we're so glad to welcome all of you to the service tonight. It's going to be an exciting service. We also want to welcome the Aquaibom State community connected by way of Comfort FM, XL FM, Radio Aquaibom. Those of you connected by way of Passion FM, Inspiration FM, and Heritage FM. We're so glad to welcome all of you to the service, guys. Help us invite a friend, a family member, somebody in the local government, somebody in the capital, somebody in the village to tune to this radio station. Life is flowing through the airwaves. Our social media community, like you've always done, 
come do me the favor again make sure you put the video on your page share with as many groups as possible and then plus put them on monogram telegram whatsapp groups let's get this message to the ends of the earth we're so glad to have all of you connected all our campuses around the world we want to welcome all of you brothers and sisters to the service tonight we're so excited to welcome every one of you to the service guys get ready it's going to be an exciting time of studying the word of his grace are we excited to be in church tonight can we celebrate the word of god with a shout glory amen grab your pen your notebook your bible you can be seated with your sweet smart self as we get into the world i need audio on my monitors right now before i start teaching glory to god your pen your notebook your bibles <clears throat> while i wait for my audio amen wow this is the beginning of third season six so we begin tonight hallelujah <clears throat> i'm still waiting for my monitors uh, ernest where are you you need to help me sort this thing out quickly Where's the Ernest? Quickly, quickly, quickly. I need my monitors. <clears throat> Alright, so we're starting this evening with catching the spirit of your leader and catching the spirit of your local church. Catching the spirit of your leader and the spirit of your local church. <clears throat> it looks like the monitors have started coming. Hallelujah. I can only hear this side. I can't hear this side. Praise God. Catching the spirit of your local church. And catching the spirit of your leader. Every meeting has its own purpose. Different purposes for every conference, every meeting, every gathering together of the saints. It has its different purposes. Matthew chapter 28 verse number 18. Matthew chapter 28 verse number 18. And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Next verse. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Next verse. Teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world amen this is a mandate a mandate from jesus himself a global mandate for the body of christ you don't have an opinion about this it's a global mandate and we are in this mandate it's not subject to how we think or feel they are matching orders from the commander in charge of the army of heaven Every meeting among believers must always tear us up and back up this mandate all the time. And it is my plan this week to steer up our minds back to this global mandate. You must have heard, you, you, you may not have heard a voice, you should. You may not have seen a vision, you could. But this mandate is in black and white. You don't need a vision. You don't need a voice. It's clearly written out. Go into all the world and make disciples of all nations. Mark chapter 16 verse 15. Mark chapter 16 verse number 15. Mark 16 15. 
And he said unto them, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Next verse. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. But he that believeth not shall be damned. Next verse. And this sign shall follow them that believe. In my name shall they cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. Next verse. And they shall take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Next verse. So then, after the Lord had spoken unto them, he was received up into heaven and sat on the right hand of God. Next verse. And they went forth, glory to God. They went forth and preached everywhere, the Lord walking with them and confirming the word with signs following. Amen. So we see a mandate, and it mandate means that God has called us to a service or we are called to an assignment in luke chapter 24 verse 25 luke chapter 24 verse 25 the conversation between jesus and the disciples then he said unto them "O fools slow of heart to believe all that the prophets have spoken next verse ought not christ to have suffered these things and to enter into his glory and beginning at Moses and all the prophets, he expounded unto them in all the scriptures the things concerning himself. He expounded, which means he interpreted. Every time you are teaching the word of God, you are interpreting scriptures. Every time you are teaching the word of God, you are interpreting scriptures. In John chapter 20 also, there's a mandate there recorded by brother Luke in John 20, 23. But let's look at the previous verses. John chapter 20, verse 21. John chapter 20, verse 21. Then said Jesus to them again, peace be unto you. As my father has sent me, even so send I you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and saith unto them, Receive ye the Holy Ghost. Whosoever sins you remit, they are remitted unto them. And whosoever sins you retain, they are retained. The word breathe is the Greek word emphosua. In the Greek, it means they came alive. And it's as a result of teaching. That is, they came alive as he taught them the word of God. He said to them, receive ye the Holy Ghost. And that's something every believer ought to do. Look at the word receive. The word receive is the word lambano. Lambano. The word lambano is a consistent word in brother Luke's writings. In Acts chapter 1 verse 8, Acts chapter 1 verse number 8, brother Luke's writing. But you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you and you shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost part of the earth. You shall receive Lombano. Look at verse 4 and 5 of Acts chapter 1. Acts chapter 1 verse 4 and 5. And being assembled together with them, commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem. But wait for the promise of the Father, which saith he, you have heard of me. Verse 5. Verse 5. For John truly baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost not many days hence. You shall be baptized. So on the day of Pentecost, 
when brother peter was equally preaching he used the same word lombano in acts chapter 2 verse 37 acts chapter 2 verse number 37 now when they had heard this they were pricked in their heart and said unto peter and to the rest of the apostles men and brethren what shall we do next verse 38 then peter said unto them repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of jesus christ for the remission of sins and you shall receive lombano the gift of the holy ghost next verse next verse for the promise is unto you and to your children and to all that are afar off even as many as the lord our god shall call the word receive again in acts chapter 8 verse 4 verse 14 brother brother luke's writing acts chapter 8 verse 14 now when the apostles which were at jerusalem heard that samaria had received the word of god they sent unto them peter and john now look at the distinction when Philip went to Samaria and preached Christ, the people were saved in verse 14. They were saved. And it recorded that Samaria had received. Had received the word. There's a distinction. Look at verse 15 and 16 of the same Acts chapter 8. 15 and 16. Who, when they were come down, prayed for them that they might receive the Holy Ghost samaria had received whom when they had come down prayed for them that they might receive are you following some go back to verse 14 verse 14 of the same chapter 8 of acts now when the apostles which are jerusalem heard that samaria had received the word of god they sent unto them peter and john verse 15 who when they were come down prayed for them that they might receive the holy ghost verse 16 for as yet he was falling upon none of them only they were baptized in the name of the lord jesus look at that strong distinction verse 14 they received verse 15 they received so verse 14 and 15 is similar to acts chapter 2 verse 41 acts chapter 2 verse 41 then they that gladly received this word were baptized the same day they were added to them about three thousand souls so what's the distinction in those terms the first receiving verse 14 is the word daitomai daitomai in the greek d-e-i-t-h-o-m-a-i daitomai it means to welcome or accept to welcome or accept the second one is the word lambano lambano now what's the difference what's the difference observe somebody bought something and dhl sent it dhl will send it right to his house it will come into the country it will go through the process they will bring the parcel to his house. All he does is to sign and take. Back in the days when we had post office, the postal box of this church is 2901. I used to go to post office right there at the circus in Uyo. And I know where our box is. I used to go with the key. I opened the box 
I take the meals. Sometimes the postmaster will send me a notification that there is a mail for me in post office. Then it is my mail. Post office have brought you to a quibon. I have to leave my house and go to post office to go open the box, take my mail and come back to my house. I received. DHL will bring you to your house. You will sign and collect. You receive. In one, you are a passive receiver. In the other one, you are an active receiver. In one, you are a passive receiver. In the other one, you are an active receiver. So in both instances, you received. But you had to be active in the second one. In the second one, Lombano is the one of post office. There to my is the one of DHL bringing to your house. So the word Lombano is an active participation in receiving. An active participation in receiving. That is, it should be taken a hold of, as some versions call it, to take a hold of. Then you see in Acts chapter 10 verse 44, Acts chapter 10 verse number 44. While Peter yet spake these words, the Holy Ghost fell on all them which had the word. 45. And ye, and they of the circumcision, which believed, were astonished, as many as came with Peter, because that on the Gentiles also was poured out the gift of the Holy Ghost. So when Peter was going to talk about that in verse 47 of that same chapter, Acts 10, 47, See the way brother Peter talked about it. Can any man forbid water that this should be baptized, should not be baptized, which have received the Holy Ghost as well as we? Then he also made comment on this Lombano in Acts eleven seventeen. Acts chapter 11 verse 17. For as much then as God gave them the like gift, as he did unto us who believed on the Lord Jesus Christ. What was I? Brother Peter. What was I that I could withstand God? He said they had Lambano. Acts 19.2 Brother Paul asked the disciples in Acts chapter 19 verse 2 Have you received the Holy Ghost? Have you Lambano the Holy Ghost since you believed? And they said unto him, we have not so much as heard whether there be any Holy Ghost. In that Acts chapter 19, look at verse 3 to 5. <clears throat> Acts 19, 3 to 5. And he said unto them, unto what then were you baptized? And they said unto John's baptism. Next verse. Then said Paul, John truly baptized with the baptism of repentance, saying unto the people that they should believe on him which shall come after him. That is on Christ Jesus. Next verse. When they heard this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Next verse. And when Paul had laid his hands upon them, the Holy Ghost came on them and they spoke with tongues and prophesied. So brother Luke gives us a background of the expressions of Jesus by telling us that Jesus always interpreted the Old Testament. 
So both Jesus and the apostles always began their teaching at Moses and all the prophets. That was Jesus and the apostolic method. That was Jesus' dadache. That's the way he taught virtually every doctrine of scripture. He began from Moses, the prophets, and opened up the scriptures. So we need to go back to Moses and see something. Remember, this is our global homecoming. We are focused tonight on working as a team. Working as a team. We have a mandate. The mandate is in black and white. And within that mandate, we have a mandate in the mandate. And we must focus on working as a team. Because the key issue for us is to be able to work as a team. Ministry is done as a team. In fact, if you don't know how to work as a team, it's just like the music team. If the music team cannot work as a team, their music will never make any impact. Their songs won't come out very well. No matter how great you are, no matter how great you are, you can function alone. You can function alone. As a church here, Power City International and all our global campuses and a lot of our coordinators are here. You see, you need to primarily know how to work here. How to work in Power City. How to work in the campuses. It's so important. There is a family called the, the, you know, the body of Christ. And when you think you're in the body of Christ, it means you're a member of the global body of Christ. But within that global body of Christ, there is a local assembly. There is nothing like universal member. He said, where is your church? I belong to the universal church. Your thinking has to be correct. There is no such thing that I'm a member of, of the universal church. No, you belong to a local assembly. But you see, God is going to hold you responsible. Not the body of Christ. God is going to hold each one of us responsible, not the body of Christ. You must know how to work as a team wherever you are. Headquarters, branches, campuses, and even some of my sons that are here. You must know how to work as a team. You must learn that we is greater than me. We is greater than me. Us is greater than I. Us is greater than I. So no matter what you are called to do, God will put you in a company to do it. No matter what you're called to do. So you must know how to work with the team. Jesus told them, you shall receive as a group. Tarry ye as a group. Pentecost came on a group. All of them spoke. All of them heard. All of them saw. That, that was the first outpouring of the Spirit of God upon all flesh. And it will amaze you to know that in the first outpouring of the Spirit, everybody in that building had the operation of the gifts of the Spirit at once. All of them saw. All of them heard. All of them prophesied. All of them as a collective body. But remember, 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 they were 
they, they were together in one accord and in one place. One accord, one place. These are critical things you need to learn. In one place, in one accord. You stay together. That was his instruction. And the first time they were going to receive the Holy Spirit, they did it together. Two important elements. So you must know how to walk in a team. And I'm saying this, whether you walk in the corporate world or you walk in the secular world or you walk in the church, in the body of Christ, you must know how to walk as a team. If you're a team leader and you do not know how to walk with a team, your success will not be very, very, very much achieved. We walk together, we get more things done. When we walk together, we get more things done. Of course, if we're going to the same direction, that's the only way we can walk together. Going to the same direction, pursuing the same objective, having the same focus. Because, of course, I can't walk together with you if I'm going this way and you're going that way. We can only walk together if we're going to the same place. So that's why, first of all, you have to factor that you belong to the mandate. You have to factor that you belong to the assignment. And then you must understand clearly what the assignment is. You must know the assignment such that even in the dream, you dream the assignment. It must be so clear because that's the only way we can work together. Now, it's important to also realize you must know the vision. Our vision is clear to reintroduce Jesus to this generation. Equipping the believer to know who you are in Christ. What you have in Christ. What Christ can do through you. The vision is so easy and simple that you don't even need too much to memorize it. To reintroduce Jesus to this generation. Equipping the believer to know who you are in Christ. What you have in Christ. And what Christ can do through you. When we are together, there's nothing we can't do. There's nothing. But the moment someone begins to murmur, complain, and feel mistreated, there is nothing we can do. When we are together, there's nothing we can't do. When we are divided, there is nothing we can do. It works both in families, friendships, relationships, businesses. You know, if people are going to succeed, they must work together. No matter how brilliant you are, no matter how intelligent and resourceful, there's a body greater than you. It is called us. No matter how brilliant, no matter how resourceful, no matter how skillful you are, you cannot be greater than us. There's a body greater than you with all of your skills. is us. <laughs> and you work better when you work with us. Huh? No matter how skillful and great you are, you are not the one handling the technical team right now. The guy just decided to make us notice him this evening. Yes, that's what he was doing here. Because otherwise, he should have gone around to check and make sure everything is going well while the service was going on. But of course, you must notice me by force. So he tampers with my monitors and goes back to stand there. Because he knows I will look for him. 
and then everybody will sit down for a few minutes and give him space to come and display it here. Which is a minus anyway on him. In my ratings, that's a minus. But the point is, no matter how powerful you are, you cannot be the one handling the technical at the same time. And you cannot be the security man. You can't be the security man. No matter how talented you are, you can't be the man playing the keyboard, the drums, the guitar, and you can't be the man holding the microphone. So no matter how skillful you are, there is, there is us that is greater than you. Us is greater than one. Even if you have a lot of epignosis, you can't be given epignosis and holding the camera. The camera guys are feeling important now. Because the moment I say camera, they know everybody will look at their direction. So they adjusted their standing. Somebody shout, the power of us is greater than I. Yeah. The power of us is greater than I. You know. Um. So we must all learn to work as a team. You know, I would rather that you quit than split the group. I would rather that you quit than split the group. Don't split the group. Instead of splitting the group, quit. I hope you know that this is Ted. Uh, I'm taking time to transition you from emphasis of the Holy Spirit <laughs> to instructions. <laughs> don't think, don't let people think you are in when you are out. Don't. In any organization, the moment you are done, then you are done. You can't be done and you're still hanging around. When you are done, you're done. It's mama that tells me it is so wrong for people that you have, they have retired from an organization to hang around for the new set to meet them on ground. They will corrupt them. So when you're done, you're done. You should evacuate. Evacuate. Let the clean air come into the place and do what you couldn't do better or what you did better because the essence of handing over is so that it can be done better than you did. I'm teaching here. I said I'm teaching here. Don't let anybody, like I said, think you're in when you're out. Don't stay there and everybody thinks you will be there, but you're not there. Don't hang in and give us the impression that you're there, but you're not there. Then when we need you, you're not there. Solomon said, trusting in an unfaithful man is like relying on a broken tooth. If you've ever had a broken tooth, I've never had one. But I've come across people who have had broken tooth. Number one is a nuisance. It's painful. And then number two, it refuses to go. It hangs in there, giving you pain and adding no value. 
That's a broken tooth. A brother who stays in the team, useless. He's not contributing, he's not adding, and he is not going. But he stays there to siphon the energy of those that are there for real. The Bible calls him a broken tooth. He is in church, but he's not in church. You think he's praying, but he's not praying. You think he's giving, but he's only there to calculate how much people are giving. Okay. 20 naira, yes. 10 naira, that's 30, 30, 30, 30. 20, that's 15 naira. The money is coming. The truth is sticking out, doing nothing but causing pain. It's critical to learn to work as a team. So what is the genesis of the concept of catching the spirit of your leader or catching the spirit of your local assembly? When Jesus gave the instruction in John chapter 20, they were in a group, they were in a team. Again, when he asked them to receive in Acts chapter 1 verse 8, they were in a group. In Luke chapter 24 verse 20, 49, he told them to tarry in Jerusalem until they be endued with power from on high. If you notice the events of the resurrection, Jesus spoke to them as a company. The events of the resurrection. The only person that Jesus singled out was Peter. But everybody, he spoke to them as a group. Observe some fundamental things they did. Number one, they were in one place. Number two, they were in one accord. Don't miss that. Which shows that there's something he taught from the Old Testament that they patterned after. One place, one accord. Jesus must have taught from the Old Testament. In Numbers chapter 11, the very first time you will see the phrase, the spirit upon. Numbers 11. The background is this, verse 1. Put it up for me, Numbers chapter 11, verse 1. And when the people complained, it displeased the Lord. And the Lord had it. And his anger was kindled, and the fire of the Lord burnt among them, and consumed them, that were in the uttermost parts of the camp. When they complained, the Lord was not there when they were complaining. But he heard. <laughs> he wasn't there. But he heard them. And of course, he says the anger of the Lord was kindled. And he consumed them. But look at how the consumption started from the back. You know, ushers, I don't know how to help you now. <laughs> it started from the back. From the back. It didn't start from the front. That's why I like sitting in front. At least before it reaches, I will have done what to do with myself. Number, <laughs> Numbers 11 verse 2 now. Numbers 11 verse 2. And the people cried unto Moses. And when Moses prayed unto the Lord, the fire was quenched. Verse 3. And he called the name of the place Tabera because the fire of the Lord burned among them. What does it mean to complain? Let's quickly go through complain. What does it mean to complain? Because the problem there was complain. Number one, complain is a sin. It's a sin. It looks difficult in a world where you are allowed to say your mind. Where you are allowed to grumble. But the Bible says, no matter the culture, complaining is a sin. 
First Corinthians chapter 10 verse 10. First Corinthians chapter 10 verse 10. Neither murmur ye as some of them also murmured and were destroyed of the destroyer. Paul warns about murmuring. Let's look at some instances where they murmured. Exodus 15 24. Exodus chapter 15 verse 24. And the people murmured against Moses saying, what shall we drink? Someone says, I don't murmur against God, but I murmur against my leader. When you murmur against your leader, you murmur against God. Exodus 16 verse 2. Exodus chapter 16 verse number 2. And the whole congregation of the children of Israel murmured against Moses and Aaron in the wilderness. Exodus 16 verse 7. Exodus chapter 16 verse 7. And in the morning, then you shall see the glory of the Lord for that he heareth your murmurings against the Lord. And what are we that you murmur against us? Exodus 17 verse 3. They were murmuring against their leaders. And the people thirsted there for water. And the people murmured against Moses and said, Wherefore is this that thou hast brought us up out of Egypt to kill us and our children and our cattle with thirst? The word murmur there is the Hebrew word L-U-W-N. L-U-W-N. Murmur. In Hebrew it means to grudge. To grudge. Then it has this feel of an enduring practice. It's not just a feeling of discomfort, but it's a feeling of discomfort that you allow to linger. Yes, you allow it to linger. You stayed on it. You told somebody. You complained. You wrote about it. You tweeted it. You dropped it on Instagram. Then you complain it on Facebook without calling somebody's name. In Numbers chapter 14 verse 2. Numbers chapter 14 verse number 2. And all the children of Israel murmured against Moses and against Aaron. And the whole congregation said unto them, Will God that we are died in the land of Egypt? Or will God we are died in this wilderness? Look at verse 27 of Numbers 14. Please pay attention. Numbers 14, 27. How long shall I bear with this evil congregation which murmur against me? Pastor has reacted. I have heard the murmurings of the children of Israel which they murmur against me. Now this is God speaking. It wasn't even pastor, it was God himself. I thought the Bible says they murmured against Aaron and Moses. But now God is saying they are murmuring against me. How long shall I bear with these people? Everything I do for them, I bless them, they murmur. I give them water, they murmur. Manna comes, they murmur. What will I do with these people? Someone say, well, I don't, complete, I don't complain against God. I submit to his word. But when it comes to pastor or my leader, I have to complain. You got it wrong. Murmuring against God's men is murmuring against God. Please, if you are making notes, that's a good one to write. That's what is in the scripture. I didn't put it there. We're reading it together. 
Numbers 14, 36. Numbers chapter 14, verse 36. And the men which Moses sent to search the land who returned and made all the congregation to murmur against him by bringing up a slander upon the land. They murmured against Moses. Numbers 16, 11. Remember, Jesus always thought beginning at Moses. So we're beginning at Moses. Numbers 16, 11. For which cause both thou and all thy company are gathered together against the Lord. And what is Aaron? That you murmur against him. Numbers 16, 41. Numbers 16, 41. But on the morrow, all the congregation of children of Israel murmured against Moses and against Aaron, saying, You have killed the people of the Lord. Numbers 17, verse 5. Numbers 17, verse 5. And it shall come to pass that the man's rod, whom I shall choose, shall blossom. And I will make to cease from me the murmurings of the children of Israel, whereby they murmur against you. So God said, they murmur against you, means they murmur against me. Numbers 22 verse 8, lot of scriptures good for your health. And he said unto them, Lord, ye are this night, and I will bring you word again, as the Lord shall speak unto me, and the princes of Moab abode with Balaam. Look at how it is in the Hebrew. To lodge there at night. To lodge there. is the same word L-U-W-N. To lodge there. It means to murmur. That is you murmur and let it linger. You let it linger. You murmured. You murmur. You murmur. You murmur more. You murmur. To lodge there. Is it possible that when I work with a team, I could have a misgiving? Yes, you're human. What about a discomfort? Yes. When does it become murmuring? When I settle there. When I settle in that discomfort, when I settle in that complaint, it becomes murmur. You know murmur. Not the name murmur. Murmur. M-U-R-M-U-R. Which means if I am in a team or in a local church or in a campus or in a relationship, I must release myself from that feeling of discomfort. I must release myself. You know, Jesus said offenses will come. In fact, Jesus said it like this. Offenses will surely come. Surely come. Offenses will surely come. If I stay in that complaint, it becomes a sin. Deuteronomy 127. Deuteronomy chapter 1 verse 27. And you murmured in your tents and said, Because the Lord hated us, he had brought us forth out of the land of Egypt to deliver us into the land of the Amorites to destroy us. Murmuring means to live, to stay. To camp around a complaint. Mama remains to live, to stay, to camp around a complaint. This is another one. The others we read, they did it in the open. These ones did it in the tent. <laughs> the other ones we read, they murmured in the open. These ones murmured in the tent. Different location. 
I thought nobody heard me. God heard you. When scripture says don't murmur, he didn't give you location. So whether it's in the open or in the tent, God is hearing. Psalm 106 verse 24. Getting blessed? 106 24 Psalms. And you murmured in your hearts, 106 24 Psalms. Yea, they despise the pleasant land. They believe not his word. Next verse. But murmured in their tents. And hearken not unto the voice of the Lord. So which means it's critical to know the background. There was a culture of murmuring. A culture of complaining. A culture of grievances. And what a world we are in today. People complain about everything. Everything. You do them good, they complain. You didn't do anything, they complain. You responded to their problem. They complain on why you didn't respond well. You helped. They say it was not enough help. Whenever you see a culture of murmuring and a culture of complaining and you see people being grieved, it's usually turned to a culture of dishonor. Once people give in to murmuring, complaining, a, a culture of grievances, it will eventually turn into dishonor. And it will be dishonor for spiritual truth. It will be dishonor for spiritual truth. It's dangerous for a man to harbor complaint, for a man to harbor murmuring, and for a man to harbor grievances. Because it will degenerate into a culture of dishonor. There is a borderline you must never cross. Remember the work of ministry and serving God is by the spirit. He told them, go out, make disciples. Go and preach the gospel to every creature. Yeah. Go and open campuses. Go and launch campuses all over the world. Go to the nations. Receive ye the Holy Ghost. Receive power and go. It's not because of your degree or P-degree. It's because of the Holy Ghost. But in Numbers 11, the first thing we know about that congregation is they began to murmur. Nobody can succeed with a murmuring congregation. If a pastor does a good one to write in capital letters, nobody can succeed with a murmuring congregation. A congregation that murmurs will never be able to fulfill their God-given vision. They complain about everything. This congregation complained about food. They complained about water. They complained about everything. So here is Moses. Moses now equally goes to God. Numbers chapter 11 verse 10. <clears throat> Numbers chapter 11 verse number 10. Then Moses had the people whip throughout their families. Every man in the door of his tent. And the anger of the Lord was kindled greatly. Moses also was displeased. Next verse. And Moses said unto the Lord, Wherefore hast thou afflicted thy servant? And wherefore have I not found favor in thy sight? That thou layest the burden of all these people upon me. Next verse. Have I conceived all these people? Have I begotten them that thou shouldest say unto me, Carry them in thy bosom as a nursing father, bear the sucking child unto the land which thou swearest unto their fathers? Next verse. Where should I have flesh to give all these people? For they weep unto me, saying, Give us flesh that we may eat. Verse 14. I'm not able to bear all these people alone. 
I'm not able to bear all these people alone because it is too heavy for me. Pay very good attention here. Moses is the one God chose to take Israel to the promised land in Exodus chapter 2. But you see, there's no way he could have done that. Jethro already told him in Exodus 18, appoint men to assist you that you bear not the burden alone. Every leader, every man God has chosen always requires a company. Every pastor, every leader, every visionary always requires a company. So there's no way he could have handled this responsibility alone. So what does he do? He cries out, Lord, help me. Everybody listen carefully. Ministry is burden. Ministry is burden. B-U-R-D-E-N. Ministry is burden. It's not tea party. It's not a group of confessions. Oh yeah, we are for the word forever. Yeah, we will blanket the world with the word. Yeah, we will shake nations and take over kingdoms. Yeah. <laughs> we are taking the gospel forever. When the robber meets the road. When the robber meets the road. Reality dawns. Then you will see how it sounds. Oh yes, we have, a, we have a clear cut word from the Lord. We're blanketing the world with the gospel. There's a rising army. The giant is, a, is, 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 is arisen. Nations are responding. But la ladies and gentlemen, you know what that means? It's time to walk. Touch your neighbor and say, this is walk. This is walk. This is walk. It's not time for excitement. God has told us, we shall take the nations. We shall shake the nations. Yeah, it's a good word. But when you are saying that, you must realize what you are saying is responsibility has come. Moses cried out and said, Lord, I cannot bear this alone. And this is the cry of every pastor. Every pastor's cry is, Lord, I need some people. Every campus coordinator, their cry is, Oh God, bring some people to the campus to help us. Am I preaching correctly? Every man of God wants a company. Nobody can fulfill the vision alone. Give me some men, Lord. House center leaders, disciple makers, senior pastors of local churches. I can't do this alone. Now listen carefully. Which means that God has called us to carry out together what he has given to one of us. He has called all of us to carry out together what he has given one of us. So he gives it to one and brings a group of people to carry what belongs to one as a team. He brings a group of people. 
But you know, this was after they murmured and the fire came from the back. I want to keep saying it so that you know how you sit at the back. The truth is this. God always calls one man. How many men? One. God doesn't call two people. He calls one. Not everyone who pioneers. And it's not everyone who leads. And it's not everyone who is in front. Don't get it wrong. God will always call a man. Then he will call people to stand with that man. Even in the ministry of Jesus, even though he had the 12, he also had 70. He had three, then he had one. They were not all the same. In Matthew chapter 16, verse 13 to 19, <laughs> he said, I will give you the keys of the kingdom. Why we all say it's for all of us, that scripture is for all of us, you know. Um, but it was one man he gave that key of the kingdom to. It was Peter. <laughs> it was Peter I was talking to. I will give to you. I was talking to Peter. That's why the synoptic gospels are built on brother Mark's account. You know, Matthew copied Mark. Luke copied Mark. John copied Mark. Even though John wrote his own with Heinz feet advantage. But all of them, Matthew, Luke, and John copied brother Mark. All of them wrote from brother Mark's account. Now, in Matthew 16, Jesus had chosen Peter. He said, I will give you the keys. Notice in Luke twenty-two thirty-one, so you know that that statement was not for everybody. It was actually for Peter. In Luke twenty-two thirty-one, and the Lord said, Simon, Simon, behold, Satan has desired to have you that he may sift you as wheat. Next verse. But I have prayed for thee, 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 that thy faith fail not. And when you, Peter, are converted, you strengthen thy brethren. So even in that their group, there was a leader. There was somebody that God said, once you are converted, you have the responsibility to strengthen your brethren. All of us cannot be the leader of the group. You know, Satan went after every one of them. It's not just Peter. He went after all of them. Thomas, all of them. But Jesus focused on Peter. When you are restored, you are the key of this group. You bring back everybody. Are we together in the building? I have prayed for you. When you are strengthened, restore your brother. Which means that the lives of others were dependent on one guy. The lives of others were dependent on one guy. So Jesus picked out that one fellow. You know, many times when you pray for one man, we are praying for many men. Strike the shepherd. So, if you don't want the sheep to scatter, who do you pray for? Pray for the shepherd. So, in praying for the shepherd, who are you praying for? You're praying for the sheep. In praying for the shepherd, you pray for the sheep. Are we in the building? So, Jesus picked out that one fellow. His name is Peter. Many times when we pray for one man, we're praying for nations. In John 21, 15. John chapter 21, verse number 15. So when they are dying, Jesus said to Simon Peter, who again is Jesus talking to? Simon Peter. Simon son of Jonas. Lovest thou me more than this? He said unto him, Yea, Lord, thou knowest that I love thee. He said unto him, Feed my lambs. 
three times. This is the resurrection. The moment Jesus rose from the dead, the first person he looked for was Peter. He went after him. He grabbed him. He said, come, come. Because the guy had gone fishing. He said, do you love me more than all this? He said, yes. Oh yeah, come back. Feed my sheep. Feed my lambs. Feed my sheep. He asked him three times. Do you love me more than this? In fact, the third time Peter said, Lord, you see what? You know everything. You know everything. But you know, Peter denied Jesus three times. So Jesus had to make him reconfess three times. You say, you know me not. You may know me not. You know me not. So now, do you love me more than this? Yes, Lord. Number one, it cancels the other one. Do you love me more than this? Yes, Lord. Number two, it cancels the second one. Do you love me more than this? Yes, Lord. It cancels all the three. So we can now walk together. I'm teaching good. Glory to God. He's the one Jesus spoke to about the kind of death he was going to die. Jesus didn't talk to any disciple about his death. Only Peter. And that's when Peter told him, stop that. How can I be talking of dying when people like me are here? You think the knife is in vain? Bad boy Peter. <laughs> Bad boy Peter. But he didn't know that the weapons are not carnal. So when he was bringing knife, he should have been praying. Instead of praying, he was sleeping and holding the knife. When it was now time for the prayer to walk, he brought knife. Jesus said, put it back. I don't know why Jesus didn't tell him to throw it away. He said, put it back. <laughs> I didn't say anything. <laughs> no, it's not a revelation. <laughs> it's just a thought. I don't know why Jesus didn't tell Peter, throw away the knife. He said, put it back. Put it back. You may need it for another day. <laughs> <laughs> not for human beings for suya <laughs> glory glory you don't need to be told that peter was the leader of the apostles from all the interactions jesus was having with him you know that this is the leader among the team that's why jesus had a conversation with peter that we don't know the details till today we know there was a conversation because it's a secret between Jesus and Peter. Now, let's quickly see a few things. Quickly, quickly. In Luke's account, Luke says, it's time Jesus saw everybody. But look at Mark 16 verse 7. Mark 16 verse number 7. But go your way, tell his disciples and what? Peter. Singled out. His disciples and Peter. That he goeth before you into Galilee, there shall you see him as he said unto you. In the gospel, see what brother Paul will say in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 3. 1 Corinthians 15, verse 3. Brother Paul, he says, 1 Corinthians 15, verse 3. For I delivered unto you, first of all, that which I also received, how that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures. And that, next verse, he was buried. And that he rose again the third day according to the scriptures. Next verse. And that he was seen of Cephas. Then of the twelve. Every time they talked about the twelve and Peter, Peter was singular because he was the leader of the apostles. No matter how much you are in a team, there must be a leader. Any team that has no leader is a team going nowhere. To gather together and not have the leader is to have no direction, to have no leadership, and to have no focus. In every group, somebody must be the leader of that group. There must be somebody whom the bulk of that group falls on his table. Very critical. 
So there has to be a leader in anything. Someone has to be a leader. Imagine going to war without a leader. What do you think will happen to, the, to that army? No leader. Some are shooting when they shouldn't shoot. And some are angry with the ones who shot when they shouldn't shoot. And some are fighting the one who shot the bullet. There must be a leader. A campus must have a clearly defined leader. And every member of the campus must recognize that leader and obey that leader. In the church, there must be clear, clear lines of authority. And everyone in the team must recognize that and fall in place. No rank breaking. The very first thing in the Bible is order. The earth was without form void. Darkness was upon the face of the deep. What did God say? Light be. Order. Order. Wherever God is at work, he works where there is order. God never works in chaos. The earth was tohua bahua. Tohua bahua. Let there be light. Never stay in disorder. Never stay in a house where there is disorder. Never stay in a church where there is disorder. God never works in disorder. So there's a team. There, there must be a team. There are many things God will say to you personally and there are many things God will say to you through leadership. There are many things he will say to you as a person and there are many others. He will only say them to you through leadership. And we must never take that for granted. Oh yes, we are all filled with the spirit. Oh yes, we all carry Bibles. Oh yes, we are all led by the spirit. But there has to be someone in charge. So God calls Moses. And he calls Aaron to serve with Moses. Why do we see Moses and Aaron together? Because in Exodus chapter 4 verse 14... When God calls Moses, God calls Aaron. But then Moses was to be in charge. Even though both of them were called together, there had to be somebody in charge. Are we in the building? Exodus chapter 7 verse 1. Exodus chapter 7 verse 1. And the Lord said unto Moses, See, I have made thee a God to Pharaoh, and Aaron thy brother shall be thy prophet. Prophet means spokesman. You must know who the spokesperson is. They are sent together, but somebody has to take responsibility and somebody has to take the fall. Aaron is called to serve the vision God gave Moses. So the vision was Moses' vision. Aaron was called to serve, even though both of them were called. Remember, the vision includes everybody. The blessing of Abraham is for all nations. But God chooses individuals the same way he chose Israel to reach the world. When it comes to salvation, we're all equal before God. But when it comes to ministry, we're not equal. In salvation, all of us are equal. Grace, saved, gifted, blessed. But when it comes to ministry, we're not the same. When it comes to the authority for ministry, we are not. Aaron to serve with Moses. So that means when God calls a minister of the gospel 
He will give that minister supernatural relationships. He will give that minister of the gospel what? Supernatural relationships. Supernatural relationships. Few years ago, I'm sitting down after God has given me the vision for Power City campuses and all that. And I got a very long letter from the UK. Very long letter. And that letter was a cry for what God is doing through us to be replicated in the UK. I read the letter. And I went after Ambassador Andrew because he sent the letter. We didn't find him. We looked for him everywhere. We didn't find him. He shot the letter and disappeared. Eventually, we found him. And look at what God is doing. It's called supernatural relationships. All our campus coordinators around the nations of the earth is all supernatural relationships. Like I always tell people, most of our campus coordinators have not met them one-on-one. I've not met them one on one. But they are members of Power City. Serving in different nations. And laboring very, very steadfastly. Somebody says supernatural relationships. When God brings a vision, the next thing he does is he creates supernatural relationships that enables the vision to fly. And there are people coming here every day, reaching out to us by email, reaching out to us by phone call from all over the world. Who either want to be campus coordinators or want to start campuses in different continents. Pastor Matthew, you know, your phone is, is, is there any day males are not coming for campuses? There's hardly any day that males are not coming from all over the world. And the people want to be trained quickly. They want to start campuses. Supernatural relationships. Because there's a mandate, an assignment to cover the nations of the earth with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the water covers the sea. And it will happen in our lifetime. Your amen is looking for help. I want to hear a very powerful amen. Elijah was not the only prophet. Elisha was not the only son of the prophet. Saul was not, I mean Samuel was not the only priest. But he was the only one that God chose. Which means that even though we may have plurality of men called of God in a place. God chooses one person to lead. So when you're in a team in a church and in a campus, ask yourself, who is in charge? In this place, who is in charge? Once you identify who is in charge, that is who you listen to and that is who you look at. Anything else is a distraction. Praise God. A house that has two visions is the vision. Like someone comes, you know, where was I teaching? I think it was in uh, uh, um, Indianapolis. Even if you're an apostle and you join Power City, the day you're coming, you will drop that title at the gate. Our gate men are very good in keeping things. They will keep it for you. You come in here as a brother. If you like on your way out, you can take the title and go. But the next time you're coming back, you drop it there. Because when you join us, you don't join us as an apostle. You join us as a disciple. We will disciple you. We will watch you. You will grow through the process. You will grow through the process. You may recover your title eventually. 
I say you may recover. I didn't say you will recover. Remember what I said? Instead of splitting, huh? quit. Don't be the one who splits what God is doing. Never be the one that split what God is doing. If you won't fit in and bring unity and focus to the vision, don't split the place. Quit and go. If you won't fit in and bring unity and focus to the vision, don't split. Quit and go. And when you're going, eat your stories and swallow them. Carry no stories. Somebody came to join Power City after listening to me teach and he said, let me tell you about our former church. I said, I'm not interested. If that's what I've been doing here, you will not, mind, you will not find me. If all I was doing is gathering stories of former church, you won't find me here. I'm not interested. Forget about whatever you came with. Learn the one we have come for. He chooses one man and he chooses other. Somebody say, I've been chosen by God. But there's a leader. Say there's a leader that God has appointed for me to walk with. Amen. I said, Amen. Moses said, I cannot bear this alone. So always remember that when it comes to vision, you are there to make the vision easy. To reduce the burden. You are there to add value. You are there to make the vision fly. No vision works alone. Jesus couldn't do it alone. The moment he showed up, he selected men to work with him. To carry out the vision of reaching the world. And he says, you shall receive power. Go into all the world. Preach the gospel. We have all it takes to do it. We are well fully equipped. We've got the anointing. We've got the grace of God. We've got revelation knowledge. We've got the gifts of the spirit. What is left? Go. Amen. Somebody say I will go. In a team. To harvest souls to the kingdom. I didn't hear a good amen. Are you blessed tonight? I said are you blessed tonight? You came to serve the vision that God gave to us. Serve faithfully. In Mark 3, 14, as I close. Mark chapter 3, verse 14. And he ordained 12 that they should be with him. First. That they should be with him. That's what homecoming is about. So we can be together. Pray together. Study together. Know each other. Network together. Refire our hearts with the vision. Then go back and shake our world. Can I tell you something? The world will not recover from what is about to happen after this conference. The way you are saying amen, I'm looking at you somehow. The world is not going to recover. Because men's hearts are on fire. Men's hearts are on fire. None shall break their rank. Everybody will stay in his place and make the impact required. It's not about title, it's about the assignment. Did you hear what I said? 
is not about title, it's about the assignment. He that desires the office of a bishop desires a good work. Not a good thing, it's a good work. So you don't need the title, you can do the work. And without the title, Jesus will reward the work. Jesus does not reward titles. He rewards work. There is work to be done. There are souls to save. There is a world in dire need of the gospel. Waiting out there. And all of us here have what it takes to shake our world. Praise God. I say praise God. Say with me, I am empowered by God. My heart is on fire. Souls must be saved all over the world. But remember, we're going to work as a team. We're going to work out as a team. Teamwork. Everybody in his place. Together we will march into our world. Every campus, you recognize the leadership there and work with the leadership. And together we see this world taken over by the gospel. Praise God. I believe that the next one year the impact will be much more than we have ever imagined. By the time we come back to homecoming 2022. It will be overflowing. All over the world. Amen. Even in Islamic nations we are going to have campuses everywhere. In communist communities, we're going to have the gospel everywhere. Somebody shout everywhere. Amen. Blessed. So wherever you are, just know that we are in this thing together. And make sure you play your part. Hallelujah. Somebody say, I have a part to play. And I will play my part. I have what it takes to play my part. I didn't have a good amen. Stand on your feet, everybody. Glory to God. Turn to your neighbor and tell him we are, we are going, we are going. We have what it takes. We are working as a team. Together we will make a difference. Amen. Hallelujah. Look for somebody. Grab somebody's hands. Let's pray together for one another. We go together united. We go together in our ranks and places. Go ahead and just pray. Let's pray together. Pray together. Together we go as a team. Unity of heart, unity of purpose, unity of focus. The mandate shall be accomplished. The vision shall be carried out. The nations open up to the mandate, to the message. All over the world, from continent to continent, from nation to nation. The gospel of Christ breaking and penetrating every frontier.
Go ahead and open your mouth and declare. Nations of the world receive the gospel. Men in high places, men in low places. Legro do sobalana mambro godozekea. Ayada babara katomeke lina maya. Grenda zoko agalana mata agabrada dozekila nama. Engebo jakaya na gogo suya. Legre de sikalanabaya. Agabajoko lana mosata. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Father. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. I wanted to lose those hands and begin to declare, I will play my part in this team. I will not be distracted. I stay focused. I will contribute my quota to this assignment. Open your mouth and pray for yourself. Open your mouth and pray for yourself. Open your mouth and pray for yourself. I will play my part. In this assignment of reaching the nations of the earth, I will pray my part. Pray for yourself. Pray for yourself. Hey! Shako babere ketuna. Langra da sopra na kato belea. Agaba zoko loto bina. Nengre gedese kia. Praise you, Father. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Lift your hands and begin to give him praise. The nations are opening up. The world is opening up to this gospel. The message of Christ is penetrating every nation. Penetrating every man's world. Penetrating every territory. Just give him praise and, and give him thanks. Agabash your satire. Praise you, Father. Praise you, Father. Glory to God. 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 Glory. All over the world. The message of Christ is growing. The influence of God's word is growing. Religion is collapsing. Falsehood is collapsing. Deception is collapsing. We stand today and we declare men's hearts are open to the gospel. And we're bringing in the harvest. Somebody shout, we're bringing in the harvest. Can I hear you say three more times? Two more times? One more time? I didn't hear powerful amen. 
in our various nations, every nook and corner is opening up. And God is raising men. Hallelujah. Father, we rejoice tonight. And we thank you for your word. Thank you that you are perfecting everything that concerns our assignment. And together, this gospel reaches to men in high and low places. Every continent taking over. Every community invaded. Every country overtaken. The truth of the gospel rules in every nation. In the name of Jesus. And we rejoice that every one of us here and those online and everyone in the campuses and all over the world, the army has arisen. Therefore, we're going to see massive harvest of souls coming into the kingdom. Disciples raised and ministers equipped. In the name of Jesus. Father, we give you praise. Thank you for the blessing tonight. In Jesus' precious name. And every believer says that amen on a note of finality. Can we give the Lord the greatest celebration of victory? Glory! Amen! Grab your offering. Let's honor God's word tonight. Those watching online, the banking details are scrolling. Those watching on television, the banking details are also scrolling. We like to give in honor of God's word and we like to give for the assignment. This week we're going to be talking a lot about the assignment. A lot about what God will have us do as a ministry, as a church, as a people, as a community of faith. We're going to be talking a lot about, you know, our collective responsibility towards this assignment. So, we're giving in faith tonight and uh, it's, it's, it's just amazing what God is doing. And I want to thank partners and friends who continually give to this ministry to help us carry out this assignment around the world. Amen. Lift up your offerings. Father, we give in faith and we give with joy tonight. Our offerings are a sweet smell before you and we rejoice that our offerings are going to get this gospel to the ends of the earth. So we pray that everyone giving your needs are met in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, for answer prayer in Jesus' precious name. And every believer says that amen on a note of finality. Amen. Anywhere around the pulpit, you will drop your offerings. And we'll be joining Ask the Council in another two or three minutes right now. The power voices, you give us a song quickly as we bring our offerings to the pulpit. Hit it, let's do it as we celebrate. Hallelujah. Can we do a little reggae for y'all? Hallelujah, our God is awesome. Come on, yeah, our God is an awesome God. He reigns from heaven above with the wind, stump power. Lord, our God is an awesome God. Everybody say, Our God is an awesome God. He reigns yeah. from heaven above with the wind, stump power. Sing it, sing it, sing our God, our God. Some God he reigns from heaven above with the wind. Stump power, Lord of God, it's an awesome. Everybody sing side. Like, Knock out. Yeah. Some God he reigns from heaven above with the wind. Stump power, Lord of God. Who was that? Say, Knock out. Yeah. 
listen, listen. Listen. Every high pain has come down. Every stronghold has been broken. Jesus wears the victor's crown. He has overcome. We have overcome. Sing, sir. Every high pain has come down. Every stronghold has been broken. Jesus wears the victor's crown. He has overcome. Every high thing has come down. He has overcome. He has everybody sing. Oh, 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 Let's just run together and see how far we can take this one on this edition of Ask the Counselor. As usual, especially for the radio audience, the announcements that we bring at this point of the program would begin with bank details. The account name remains Power City International. There are three, excuse me, there are two bank accounts meanwhile. FCMB is number one, 29 29 that's for FCMB. 139 that's for UBA. 139 That does it for bank accounts. Okay, so the second thing, the second quick announcement I'd like to give you, will have to do with phone calls. Looks like um, in this edition we'll have about 10 minutes to play with vis-a-vis phone calls. So you want to dial, you can even start now because as soon as Global Bar joins me, that window will open and you'll be free to call in. Plus two three four if you're calling from outside Nigeria, otherwise it's simply 0806 800 You want to send an SMS, not too late to do that now. Again, if you're doing from outside Nigeria, plus two three four, otherwise it's 0703 or two, or you just wired email or two to ask the counselor now at gmail.com for sponsorship, for partnership, and for support. Just send a quick one to the hotline. You can call actually, you can call us on the hotline plus two three four again if you're doing from outside Nigeria. Otherwise, it's 0803 275 6104, or you send an email or two to Dr. Abel Damina at yahoo.com. Dr. There, of course, is DR. Okay, my name is Michael Bush. I'm the anchor. My, pa- my producer is Pastor I.J. Quere. It comes with, as Global Baba hinted a moment ago, a star-studded production team. Put your hands together for us if you can. And um, Global Mama is also in the building. Okay. The resident pastor, complete with his... Uh, 
inevitable wife, Elder Wime, is here. So, Pastor Presokon. And now, the man. And now, the main man. Help me welcome our leader in chief, Global Baba, Dr. Edel Damina. The Intercontinental Mr. Bush in chief. <laughs> oh no. Global Baba. <laughs> Where did you get that from? Global Baba. Yeah? Uh, you know, it's state season six. It's okay. season six. Okay. It's state season six. Yes, that's what this is third six. Okay, I six. started today. Okay, so that's what I got. That's what, uh, that, okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Global Baba, let's uh, get the program underway with a uh, quick prayer. Praise the Lord. Let's pray together. Father, we rejoice that the nations are open to the gospel. The message of Christ is breaking through every frontier. Men are coming to the knowledge of the truth like never before. And we decree that the knowledge of the glory of the Lord is growing big in the hearts of men and women. Thank you for Akwaibom State. Thank you for the governor. Thank you for his cabinet. Thank you for every citizen of Akwaibom. Thank you for Nigeria. The gospel is thriving. Thank you for Africa. The word of God is taking hold of Africa. Deception is collapsing. And all over the world, men are being raised disciples are being equipped and the glory of god fills the earth we give you praise in jesus name amen amen okay so global Baba will spend the night in oshobo Oshun state in the southwestern part of nigeria we're going to be kicking uh, there from but let me just quickly warn um because it's the beginning of third season six, six. we need to do something special um global Baba was speaking to the world but essentially was speaking to if you like the local church here because all of us have come in and we are now in the local church so we may have questions um you listen to him you have questions on the program i'm going to create opportunities as a matter of fact if i had my way once you connect with the producer we're going to give you the opportunity to ask your questions so prepare those questions and please liaise with the producer as i make my way out of um oshubo shunse reverend samajala sent 40 questions you remember number eight now it appears to me, Global Baba, that every church, every Christian that is loaded, that is to say spirit-filled, word-soaked, and fire-tonguing, would or should have every church meeting full of prophecies, and every family meeting full of prophecies also. If it appears so, wouldn't there be confusion? Help me, Global Baba. No, there cannot be confusion because it's the same spirit. And if it's the same spirit, the spirit of God will speak. It may not be the same, the same way, but the message, the content will be the same. The entire Bible is 66 books, but yet it is one message. The sufferings of Christ and the glory that will follow. So even if there are 50 people prophesying, if it is by the same spirit, it will be the same message. It's just that maybe some people will give it in brief, some people will expound on it, some people will bring it from another direction, but they will all be saying the same thing, bringing edification, bringing clarity, and building the body of Christ. And Global I think that was when we were still doing the emphasis of the Holy Spirit in salvation. You also alluded to that when you talked about the chatter that we hear at the marketplace. Yeah, it, right. it, it doesn't it doesn't bring confusion. No, it it's doesn't. just that uh, you need to be initiated to understand it. Exactly, Global You are already doing it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Global Baba. Question number nine, still from Oshobo, Oshun State. By the way, I'm coming to you. Just prepare your questions, live audience. Baba, is it not quenching of the spirit and a sin when the Bible says quench not the spirit? When some members are lost in the true spirit of God, enjoying God, and the pastor ends the program suddenly? No, that's not quenching <laughs> the spirit. That is bringing order to the service. Uh -huh. And there has to be order in the service. 
quenching the spirit is knowing that you have the gift of prophecy by the Holy Ghost and you refuse to prophesy and you do not desire to prophesy. So you have those residual abilities lying dormant and you are not anxious, you are not desirous, you are not coveting to be a blessing. That is where you quench or despise or ignore the abilities of God on your inside. Global Baba. Yep. Our first caller next on the program. Hello. Hello. Hi. Yes, many thanks for joining us, ma'am. Your name, where you calling Hello. from? This is Narumi calling from Japan. Japan. Narumi from Japan. 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 That's Welcome our to the program. Yes, yeah, sure. Welcome, Narumi. Hi. Can you hear me okay today? Loud and clear. It's better today than it was the other day. So far, I'm thankful for your great teachings. I'm just calling to share what is happening here in Japan. I keep posting a message on Facebook that I translate to Japanese and people are reacting. The other day, I posted about a forgiveness of Spain. I wrote this. It is a free gift, and you just need to receive it. That caused that 569 likes. This is amazing because it is happening in the country of Japan, where most people are not interested in hearing the gospel. Most people think Christianity is just a religion, and they get scared to be involved. But what you're preaching is the truth. It is getting people's interest. And through your teachings of 30 days of story, I can now receive prophecies for people. And when I share that with them, it opens up their hearts. Wow. I, although I don't have anyone to tell us there yet, I believe people will come to power speak again soon. Amen. I'm so excited to know this truth and thankful to you every day, Papa. Thank you for your faith of love and prayers for the fans. I will continue, continue to pray for you. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, Narumi, for calling. That's very good to know. Absolutely. And when, it's happening in Japan. And yes, and so when Narumi, Narumi says she will continue to pray for you, she's also praying for us. Oh, sure. Thank you for the Pray for one, pray for all. Absolutely. Yeah. She's praying for the sheep as well. Yes, that's right. So we're also the sheep. Yes. No, 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 no. I'm ready for the live audience, please. Um, I'm leaving Oshobo. I'm coming straight to Uyo, Nigeria. You know, I, I, no, but do you remember, I, I think that was um, 30 Days of Glory, when we started 30 Days of Glory, uh, when we graduated to 60 Days of Glory, when this young woman sent us something, she was dancing, when you were talking. You remember? Yes. We played it live. Yes. You know, she's, in, she's here. Yes. You know, she, she, she came all the way. Are you serious? Yes, yeah, sure. You know, she came all the way. She could only come Is from one Is it by discernment you located her or something? No, no, I just saw her. I just saw her and I asked her. Are you the one? No, 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 no. The spirit. I didn't, I didn't see her in the, in the spirit. I saw her in the physical. <laughs> <laughs> Live audience questions. Wow. Are you there? Yes, please, just stand if you have a question. I'm you a good teacher. It? I'm a good teacher. Oh, okay, no, Baba, it's true. You said that. You said that. You said that. Yes, I remember. 
Yeah, and it's fantastic. No, but you know, you said that when we, I think that was, uh, you said, I think that was when it became 100 days of glory. <laughs> you said that if you are not teaching well, you have to do all the um, counseling. Yes. Right. I remember that. If you don't teach well, you will, the members will come to you for counseling. Okay. And they will tell you, stupid man, since okay. you refuse to do your you work on well. the pulpit, do it inside the counseling okay. room. Okay. Wow. Okay. Okay. So, let, let's, make, let's make progress. Yes, let's do it. Wow. I... I I'm just super excited that that can happen, so more calls. But right now, let's go to some parts of, uh, or do I still stay some more with uh, the mind? No, let me leave Nigeria now, head to South Africa. Hello, Global Baba and Mr. Bush. I come back to you. I'm Olivia Mtemere in a moment. First, though, this second caller. Hello. 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 Many thanks for joining us. You know uh, where you're calling from. I can't hear you, bro. It's so loud. <laughs> yeah, but we can hear you, so go ahead. Okay, my name is Charles, and uh, I'm calling from Germany. Thank you very much, Deva uh, Baba and Mark uh, Domina, and the good work you're doing. I have just a short question. So, uh, uh, I'm trying to get married, and my fiance is not uh, in the same religion like me, you know, so I'm Pentecostal, and she uh, is living with Jehovah's Witness, so, and she said I have to become a Jehovah's Witness before we can get married, you know. If I don't become a Jehovah's Witness, we can get married. So I just want to know what I ought to do, because I love Christ, you know, I've been in, in Christ before. I met her, so I don't know if you really I love her. But I don't know how to become a Jehovah's Witness, you know, like get baptized again and, you know, it's really scary to me right now. I don't know what to do. Well, Charles, uh, thank you for calling in. But, you know, the issues of faith are so fundamental. They are so fundamental. They can even break an existing marriage. You know, the issues of faith can break an existing marriage. And they are not issues you toy around with. So if you and her are not seen eye to eye, two cannot work together except they be agreed. You know, so you've got to get out of the euphoria of I love you, I love you, and be very objective in reasoning. And look at how your life is going to be if you get married to that lady today when it comes to issues of faith, issues of prayer, issues of believing God, issues of walking in faith, issues of obeying the, the purpose of God for your life. And then, you know, you, you need to think about that. And I will advise if after this service, you give us a call again, would like to counsel further with you and help you through you know but you really need to critically look at the issues because the issue of faith is not something you run around or, or toy with it's something that's very fundamental all right but thank you for calling god bless you amen okay so global baba will get back to south africa okay producer i there's something global baba began yesterday but because of time or lack of it he had to abbreviate it and that would be like getting some reports from some of the countries here. I think it started with Enfield from yes, the we started Medicaid. With Enfield, yes, so yes. we should be good to Botswana. Botswana, just prepare. We're going to come to you with the microphone. Okay, so to South Africa now. Hello, Global Baba and Mr. Bush. Thank you so much for the teachings. I'm Olivia Temeri from South Africa. I have questions about heaven. Jesus was always talking about the kingdom of God. I want to know, one, what is heaven, Global Baba? Heaven is the immaterial realm where Jesus is. And Jesus makes heaven. So heaven is where Jesus is. And where is that? Question number two. Immaterial. Euphoronious. Immaterial. It's not a realm where you see with your eyes. 
you know, it is a realm that is immaterial but real and alike. And um, some uh, some caller, some listener, some follower of the program said something quite instructive um, on the last edition of the program Global about when he said it's not where you can go to because if it were where you can go to somebody like Elon Musk would have got there. Exactly. It made so much sense. So that's why the only way to go to heaven is either to die and drop this body or this body be changed from mortality to immortality. That's the only way to be in heaven. It's a realm outside this, this natural matter, matter realm, realm of matter. Olivia Ntemeri has question number three. Actually, there are a battery of um, six questions, so I'll take the third one. Now, what kind of things are found in heaven, Dr. Baba? How would you know? Well, what kind of things are found in heaven? Jesus is in heaven. And everything that is Jesus. His glory. That's yeah. And number Saints four. Saints are in heaven. What are in heaven? Saints. Saints. Believers who okay. died in Christ. Mm. Yeah. Okay. And uh, all of that. Okay, so. Baba. Okay, I'm coming back. To just continue my train of thoughts, but producer tells me there's another caller. Hello. Hello, sir. Many thanks for joining us. Where are you calling from? Thank you. My name is Mr. Hart, calling from Botanical Council. Go ahead. All right. I want to say a big thank you to our great partner, the Lord, and um, thank you, Dr. Um, Michael Boo, for all that you do. I, I want to appreciate Papa for revealing Christ a lot more. And um, I just want to share, I want to share a testimony. Um, through the teaching of our ministry, my eyes are being enlightened more and more. And I want to say a very big thank you to our Father, the Lord, and grace being about the world. Thank you so much. Amen. Thank you for calling. That's a powerful one. Powerful one. Thank you. Powerful one. Botswana. You'll be next, but let's get back to South Africa, where Olivia Ntemeri writes from. Global Baba, who can go to heaven? Question number four. Anyone that is born of God. When you're born of God, you have the life of God, then you'll be where Jesus is. Okay, Global Baba, I think that um, you barely preempted her number five question. Uh, when you said you have to lose this body, you have to die. When she asked, when do we go to heaven? When you go to heaven when you die, you lose this body and go. Or when the rapture, what we call the resurrection of the dead happens, where mortality puts on immortality. Those are the two ways to go to heaven. And how, finally, how do we go to heaven? We go to heaven by going. <laughs> Global Baba. Global Baba. I, I, I knew that was what was coming. Botswana, are you ready? It's Botswana ready. Where's the microphone? Does she have the microphone? You can stand there, yes. Um, turn the microphone to her. Yes, does your report on what's happening with Power City, Botswana. Give us audio on that mic. Uh, she hasn't settled the ground since she had arrived to Aquaibom. That's why the microphone is not answering to her. But, but in Christ, it's going to work now. Okay, go ahead. Good evening, Global Baba. Good evening, Pastor Thank Moss. You. Thank you so much for this opportunity. It's a privilege. Good evening, Global Mama. Good evening, the Intercontinental, Mr. Bush. Yes, ma'am. I feel so honored to be here. Short report, uh, Botswana is, is right now the third, on the third year running. And the first two years, we did not have a good venue. We were doing it in houses. And you know, there's something particular about that, because that's what Papa always encourages. Do not overdo. Do not do something that is overstretching you. 
So we took two years in operating our campus in houses. And on the third year, lo and behold, the Lord opened a venue in a good hotel right in the middle of town. And it was during lockdown. You know, during lockdown, there was no business for hotels. And guess what? The door opened. And like I said before, you know, when Global Baba cancels you, you need to take it the way it is and believe it the way it is. That's exactly what I did as a leader. And we took that venue by faith. And we were doing two services per Sunday at 500 Pula. You, know, you need to convert that. I think it's about $50. 50 only for four hours and that was during lockdown that means churches big churches had no way to go because we were restricted to only 50 members and power city was under 50 so we operated without struggle <laughs> That's right. and the word prevailed That's right. and as we kept on papa i want to say the word has mightily mightily reached that nation in so in, in a great way that the, the members themselves, they are able to stand on their own. I am not afraid today to say, please help me with this particular pastor who, look like, who looks like he's out of way. We are able to manage them through the counsel and through the word of God that we receive from Papa. You know, testimonies are, angels, are endless in our, in our campus. I'm talking sponsorship for schools. Right now we have one who is posted in cape town that's my niece she's already there right now and this is just answered prayers as we keep on praying and god continues to, to answer our prayers you know that knowledge where you know as a child of god that everything is provided for you all you do is just to position yourself and receive and that's what my campus is doing right now we are in a position where we are able to receive from god those prayer items that we used to do, those endless prayer items are reduced to Thanksgiving. Right now when we meet, all we do is Everybody is smiling. The spirit of God is right. in our midst. Right. And as we have said, Papa, we are mightily growing even in number. Amen. Okay, today, physically, because of the pandemic, it has hit our nation so bad. Today, actively, we meet around, we have numbers around 30 or so, but in our uh, WhatsApp group, we are like 89 or so. But because of the pandemic, you find yourself being a contact and then you have to stay home. So the maximum we have recorded so far has been 24. But with the 24, ah, those that are with us are more oh, safe. Yeah, and yeah. today they ask us out there, how, how did you get through this? How did you get through this? And the only answer is, lo and behold, God is on our side. And God is with us, with us and he will never leave us. Amen. Thank you so Thank much. You, man. Amen. Praise God. Glory! Beautiful report from Botswana. I don't know. I wanted to, I don't know. I don't know. Just stay there. Stay there with them, VI. Power City VI. Power City VI, I think. I, I saw the introductions yesterday when Global Bar was taking them. No, no, you don't know. I know. Producer, you? Okay, this one. One minute. Good I'm evening, sorry. Papa. Good evening. Good evening, Mama. Good evening, Intercontinental, Mr. Bush. 
it's actually an extreme privilege to be called out and give those few words. What is happening in VI, I mean, it's out of words because uh, initially we started last year um, three people, myself and the two kids, right? It was in July. 2020 so it started in a house because it was during lockdown and a third season was going on and papa was saying go 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 in so we were going out actually inside the estate and reaching out and the lord was saving men and women massively and the testimony grew so actively that in the house fellowship from three we went to 15 and our west africa coordinator told me Woman of God, it's time. Pastor Gospel said, it's time. You have to keep planning. Keep planning for a campus as soon as the lockdown is lifted, which did happen by the grace of God. Amen. The first November last year, we launched the campus, and today we are over, I mean, active member, we are over 36. Wow. And like... <laughs> And this is nothing. All those people are so at glow, on fire for the Lord. We send about five for the Power Bible School. And I'm here with another congregation from homecoming. And Papa, you can rest assured, VEI is too small. Amen. The land is too small for what is about to happen. Amen. For the Lord, the Lord told us, confirmed to us, that the waters of Zion will flow. Nothing Amen. shall by any means. We stand against the waters of Zion. He has given on the city as he has given on the nations to this mission. And we honor God to be partakers. And we are so privileged, Papa, to be co-workers with you. For we know that you have seen it already happening. And you are just working together with the Holy Ghost to drag us together. And we are here. And we stand here in the name of Jesus. Amen. Uh, My producer... My producer wants me to sign off. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you. Thank you, VI. We're very proud of what you're doing. My producer wants me to sign off, but I don't know. Um, I still have one minute. Can I play with two of, um, of Global Bar Sons? Because uh, Power City is more than Power City. They also yeah. have um, Global Bar Sons. The Daddy Kane is there from Bielsa. He'll be telling us something in 30 seconds. Let him just greet us. And then uh, Pastor Ray is there. I just spotted him live from Manchester. Just say hi. Then tomorrow we'll take your report. Glory. Where do you put your voice? <laughs> okay, Pastor Ray is somewhere there. Can we just take Pastor Ray from uh, Man City? Manchester. Yes. Did Pastor, I say Man City? Pastor did, Ray, are you in Man City? How did Man City come into my mouth? Is that your club? Should I even be an Arsenal? <laughs> it, it, can't be, it can't be Man City. Okay, Global Bar, we need to go. So we spend the night in, um, in, in South Africa. We'll come back tomorrow, we'll continue with all of that, take as uh, many reports as we can. And just with a view to making sure that we can um, let the fire spread. Lobaba, many thanks. My producer is Pastor I.J. Quere. He works with a fantastic crop of young people that we call the production team. My name is Michael Bush. Global Baba is here. Dr. Abel Damina. The Intercontinental Mr. Bush. Let's celebrate Mr. Bush again. Praise God. All right, we want to pray for people, Absolutely. right? Father, we pray for everybody that has a need. We declare needs granted in the name of Jesus. Amen. Sick bodies be healed. Amen. Bodies and yokes be destroyed. Amen. And we rejoice for testimonies that continues to break forth in the lives of men and women. Amen. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Once again, we want to thank all of you for giving us the opportunity to serve you the grace of God. 
Tomorrow is going to be another explosive time as we come back to homecoming 2021, 6 p.m. GMT plus one on all platforms. And we'll be live on Comfort FM tomorrow evening at 6. Remember, we're on tonight, 9 to 10 on Inspiration, 10 to 12 on Heritage FM. Tomorrow morning, 5.50 on XLFM. You know, 11 to 1 on Radio Aquibomb, 1 to 3 on XLFM, 3 to 5 on Passion FM. And 6 p.m., we're back here tomorrow in Grand Style. We love you and thank you for giving us the opportunity to serve you the grace of God. Get more people to be part of this. And until we come again your way tomorrow, enjoy the rest of your day and be blessed. Goodbye from Uyo, Nigeria. Amen.